You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Bridge to You podcast, hosted by yours truly, Monique Russell, where we focus on promoting Black unity worldwide through conversations that help us understand ourselves and each other. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Bridge to You podcast. I am your host, Monique Russell. Listen, Bridge to You listeners, how are you doing? It's been a very long time since we have connected. But today, I want to just talk about relatability and empathy. I want to talk about some things that have been coming up. I want to talk about Unity and understanding, you know, this show is all about unity and understanding. And sometimes when we talk about unity, it is being confused with this goal of uniformity. The the word unity can be very general, but I'm seeing that a lot of times this message is, is about uniformity. And that's not what we're going after. We can't all be alike. We can't all just do things the same way. There is strength and power in our diversity as Black people and in our ability to embrace and accept others who we cannot relate to or identify with. In fact, this is one of the biggest challenges to the human race. This is one of the biggest challenges that I see happening right now. It's the inability to support or empower others who you can't identify with or relate to. We can't put ourselves in their shoes. And so instead, it leads to isolation and apathy. Where do we start? Where do we begin when we cannot relate? What do you do? I was having some very specific conversations related to this challenge, and it was actually in the business context. One lady, she expressed literally what was going on, and she couldn't see in her mind that Black people in the United States of America did not, do not experience poverty. This was her statement. First of all, I was like, well, I don't know about that. It had not been her experience. And so she couldn't see that it had been other people's experience. So she was adamant about not limiting yourself to groups that focus on serving impoverished Black people in the United States because that project would be unsuccessful. So there was another conversation that came up where the topic, this is with someone else, the topic was about safe spaces for Black people to unpack racial trauma. And the lady speaking here was really against this notion of having a safe space, that this space was not being open to everyone in a professional corporate environment. In fact, she said it, it was very exclusive. It was excluding other people. Why do we need a separate space? And she went on further to say, that's not been my experience. I don't have any 
um, racial trauma to unpack. And so why can't this be for everyone, right? And in the continued conversation, there were the undertones that, you know, I'm not that kind of Black. I'm not militant. In fact, that word is one that she used. Why does it have to be militant if it is exclusive to providing a safe space for Black people to unpack their racial trauma? So what's happening in these moments is that people are afraid, we're being afraid to associate with and identify with a homogenous group for fear, for fear of looking like you're excluding others, for fear of looking or feeling like, what are they going to think about me? I want everyone to know I have an experience that that's not me. It doesn't have to be you. It really doesn't. It doesn't have to be you in order to empower someone who's had a traumatic experience. So I want to talk for a moment about exclusion. I wrote a post on social media and I asked, when would exclusion be necessary? Some people responded and said it would be necessary if there were specific church functions, if there were uh, corporate events where only people from the company could attend. Makes sense to me. You know, um, someone said if there was someone causing harm repeatedly and they were asked not to say negative things or use slurs and things like that, then exclusion would be necessary. That would be a punitive form of, of exclusion, sort of like what you have in the uh, criminal justice system. We understand exclusion and we practice exclusion every single day with acceptance. When someone does something wrong in society and they break the law, they're excluded. We understand that. We accept that. Um, on the flip side, when we take children to school, we exclude kids. We don't put children who are in high school in 11th grade in the same class with students who are going to elementary school. Why? Why don't we do that? Well, because the learning space is not equal. The learning environment is not equal for a 17-year-old and a six-year-old to be in the same class. They'll encounter some things that they cannot relate to simultaneously in that learning environment. And so there is an exclusion by age in this category because there are developmental stages. Of course, when you get older, um, it's a bit different. But in this concept, a six-year-old and a 17-year-old typically aren't in the same class. And we understand this. We practice exclusion at different life stages for new and expectant mothers, separate wards, separate practices. This is exclusion by familial status. Let's take it to the business. You know, let's think about the beauty industry, for example. Beauty industry, practicing exclusion all day, every day. Why? To accommodate the needs of its customers. Imagine what we would all be like wearing the one same shade of makeup. <laughs> I just had a mental picture. Oh my gosh. You know, we would look like clowns, big old clowns walking around with a bunch of different K-cup makeup. It really wouldn't make no sense. None. So you have to know when exclusion is necessary and when it is appropriate. 
Now, when it comes to race, this is where it gets all fuzzy. People throw their hands up in the air and get in a hissy fit. When it comes to Black and having spaces to unpack these unique experiences, exclusion is necessary. It's not a one-size-fits-all. You know, we can make this a comparison, graphic but accurate. If someone has been raped and there is a group formed for victims of sexual assault, most people, we understand why, why that group would be exclusionary for those persons to be able to unpack the traumas. Why on God's green earth would you want to open up something like that for everyone? To have the hurt on display, to reinforce uh, the trauma. So we have to start to think about the skills that need to be developed in order to begin to understand other people's experiences that are different from our own. There are several episodes on the Bridge to You podcast that help us to begin to think about how we can decenter our experience and give that space and allow that space for us to open our minds about someone else's. We've learned that the strategies around exposure, around travel, around storytelling and sharing, around introspection and personal reflection, these are strategies, strategies that help you to open up your consciousness and open up your awareness about other Black cultures. Because when you begin to do that, that's when you begin to be liberated. Developing the skill of being able to understand and accept other people's stories and experiences, even if you have not experienced it or can't relate to it, will help you to differentiate yourself. It will set you apart. It will allow you to be invited into spaces and requested for your contributions, not just because you are someone who has gone through it, but you're someone who is outside of that experience, but you're empathetic and you are an active supporter. The next skill is, of course, developing that skill of listening and holding that space when others share their stories that are different from yours. Tell me more about that. That's what you can say. And then be quiet. Stay curious. If someone shares an experience with you that was racist, classist, sexist, et cetera, listen for understanding. It's about understanding, not to question the validity of what they experienced or felt. Our experiences color our perception. And we're open to acknowledging and accepting all these good things. When someone shares it, we can acknowledge it. You had a great childhood. Someone opened a door for you in your corporate life. We acknowledge that. Why is it so hard to also acknowledge that someone closed the door in your face? Sit with that for a moment. And then the third and final thing is, you know, ask yourself where the opportunity is to expand your perception. If you find yourself in a space where your Black experience is not someone else's Black experience, that's okay. Don't let your experience limit your ability to understand. Community and group awareness is powerful, powerful. It's a powerful tool in healing. We've been using these forms of traditions, oral traditions, for years. 
verbalizing your support, verbalizing your wins in a collective environment, sharing your painful experiences. It helps to maintain well-being. It helps to maintain sanity. Sometimes we can do it on our own. A lot of us, we can do it on our own, but the challenge is finding the time to sit down and actually process, sit down and be honest with yourself, sit down and look yourself in the mirror and write out exactly what it is that you're feeling. But when we have that opportunity to be in that communal environment, to be in that collective space, it helps to facilitate that process. And so that's my encouragement and my, my thoughts today. It's really around making sure that we unpack and understand what unity means. It's not conformity and it's not inclusion to the extent that exclusion spaces should not and do not exist. There is a place and a space for it all. And we have to be aware and mindful of when it is necessary and when it is appropriate. And that's all for today, folks. I want you to remember that you're, you're special, you're worth it, you're doing a great job. I believe in you. And until next time, take care, be well. Thanks for listening to the Bridge to You podcast. Visit clairecommunicationsolutions.com or connect with me on LinkedIn, Monique Russell, or Instagram at Clear Communication Coach. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.